don't make that email really long and tell them your life history. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Make It British podcast. This episode is going out the day after Make It British Live has shut its doors. For the very last time? Probably not. I know I said a few weeks ago that it was going to be the last show we did in that format. And that is partly true because we will be shaking up the format going forward. And that will be announced very soon. But it won't be the last ever event that Make It British does, despite what some people have been saying. Completely untrue. We will most definitely be doing events going forward. In fact, we will be doing more events because we love it when all of our listeners and the manufacturers that we know and the people that we interview on this podcast, we love it when they all get together and loads of networking takes place amongst people that work in the UK manufacturing industry. So most definitely we will be doing more events going forward. And if you want to find out what they're going to be, make sure you are on our newsletter just go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash newsletter and we will let you know when we next announce what we're going to be doing in terms of events. Now, before we get on to today's show, which is going to be a slightly shorter version because I've got so much preparation to do for the show. So I'm trying to record this a few weeks in advance just to get super organised and because I know that the week of the show I'm going to have no chance whatsoever to record a podcast. But before we get on to the main part of the show, I just wanted to read out a fantastic, lovely review I've got from one of our listeners called Helen Moore. Now, a little disclaimer here. Helen Moore is actually one of the exhibitors that was at Make It British Live and I didn't put her up to this review at all. I didn't even know she was listening to the podcast, but she's written me a lovely review on iTunes. And so I'm going to read it out for you. She says, I am loving the podcast while gardening over the weekend. I caught up on the last couple of months. I think I've learned something from every single one. And I have been in this business for over 20 years. However, the one that really sticks in my mind is Mick Chima talking about manufacturing in Leicester and exposing bad practice. It takes a brave person to say it how it is. Well, thank you, Helen. I'm so glad that you're enjoying the podcasts and that you found the interview with Mick useful. If you want to listen to the episode that Helen is talking about, the one with Mick Chima, who's a garment manufacturer in Leicester, it's episode number 31 and you can go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash 031 to listen to it or find it in your favourite podcast app. 
If you've been enjoying listening to this podcast, or if you're tuning in for the first time because you found out about it at our Make It a British Live event, and if what you hear is useful and you want to spread the word about manufacturing in the UK, then would you mind just leaving me a review on iTunes? All the reviews we get help to spread the word about manufacturing in the UK, and that is very much the aim of this show. So I would really appreciate it. And I'm going to be reading out more reviews in future episodes. So you never know. If you listen in, you might hear your review read out. And I'm going to send a special gift as well to those people whose reviews I do read. So if you want to snap up one of those and I'll give you a clue, it's going to be made in the UK, then please leave me a review. Now let's get on to talking about the main subject of today's show, which is how to follow up with a manufacturer. I thought this would be a useful topic if you came to the Make It British Live event and maybe you want to follow up with one of the manufacturers, one of the exhibitors that you met there, and you're not quite sure where to start or what to say. So I thought I'd give you some handy tips and what I would recommend you do. So number one is to make sure that you follow up promptly with a manufacturer or anyone that you've met at the show Manufacturers are all pretty busy these days. And if you want to guarantee that you're going to get a good response for them, then you want to make sure you stay top of mind. And similarly, if you've come to the show and you've met one of our exhibitors there, they're going to be really busy after the show. So you want to make sure that you're one of the first people that follow up because not everyone does it straight away. So you'll be much more likely to get a response if you respond sooner. It kind of sounds really obvious to say that, but you'd be surprised how many people contact me a few months after the show and they'll say, oh, yeah, I meant to follow up with that manufacturer and I forgot. So even if you don't actually need that manufacturer at that particular point in time, but it's something you think you might need in the future, then follow up with them now to make sure you've made contact so that any time you contact them in the future, it doesn't come completely out of the blue. Number two is when you follow up with them, tell them where you first met them. Now, if you went to visit them, then that's going to be pretty obvious. But if you met them at a trade show, let them know. Let them know which show you met them at. Or if you met them at a networking event or something else like that, then let them know where it was you met them. That might seem really obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people don't do that. And it's actually just really useful to jog their memory, especially visually if you've met them in real life, just remind them who you were. But, and this is going to bring me on to point number three, don't tell them your life history. So if you're following up with a manufacturer via email, which is usually the best thing to do if you've met them in real life, is to then follow them up with an email. Don't make that email really long and tell them your life history. They don't need to know absolutely everything. And you know what? If they have just exhibited at a trade show and lots of people are following up afterwards, they're going to be getting lots and lots of communication. Only tell them what you they need to know and what your next steps are that you want from them. Which brings me on to point number four. Make sure in your email that there's just one call to action that you want that manufacturer to do after they've read your email. So for instance, the sorts of things that you may want to follow up with them on are the following. You might want a price for something they showed you, 
um, or something they've sampled for you, in which case make it clear what that item was and give them any other information they might need in order to put that price together. So that could be something like the quantities that you want, depending on what it is you're having made, or even ask them what they need in order to be able to quote you a price. It could be some samples or swatches that you wanted from them. So for instance, say you saw a manufacturer at a show and they had something that they showed you at the show and you wanted to follow up and see if you could get a sample of that particular product. What I'd really advise to do there, if you've been canny and you've remembered, take a photograph of that product when you've met that manufacturer uh, or whether you visited their factory and send them an image to jog their memory. And the best way of describing it is always via an image. It speaks a thousand words. You may be following them up for something like some technical information or some logistical information about how they're going to deliver something or what their minimum order quantities are. What I wouldn't do is bombard a manufacturer with inquiries about all of the different things. So what is the one thing that you need from them at this point in time in order to get your project off the ground or whatever it is you need for them started on. Don't send them an email asking them for absolutely everything. Because if it's anything like me and most other people that receive emails, if you receive one with hundreds of questions in, you think, oh gosh, I don't know where to start with that. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next one where they're just asking one question and one thing. So my tip would always be if you are following up with a manufacturer or with someone after you've met them at a trade show, keep that first follow up email simple, short and sweet with one call to action. And now regular listeners of this podcast are going to know exactly what I'm going to say next. Ask to go and visit them. Because if you're manufacturing in the UK, one of the best things is that no manufacturer is that far away, obviously provided you also live in the UK. We're a pretty small island and even if you live in Scotland and the manufacturer that you found is based in Devon, it's much quicker to get to a factory in the UK than it is to get to one overseas, or generally anyway. Um, and having a local manufacturer and the one you can go and visit is so, so important. And it's always worth popping along to go and see them and actually do business face to face. So is there anyone you met at Make It British Live that you're going to follow up with in the ways that I've just suggested? I'd love to hear how you get on. Drop me an email to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. Speak next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me a, just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.